0: the Ecology Newsletter, Week 37, 2016. Perception is everything. The 3.3% increase in GDP had a warm trickle through all the markets. Wonderful. I hate to be the doomsayer, but be aware of lies, damn lies, and statistics. This is a quarterly 3.3% increase. Annually, it's a not-so-stellar 0.68%. The JSE had a nice little waft up following the US, but the Dow and Standard & Poor both dropped nastily after our exchange closed on Friday, on renewed speculation that interest rates might actually rise in the US this month. The JSE is likely to open lower this morning. Don't be worried about those day-to-day fluctuations. We need to be more concerned about the long-term view. One of the unintended consequences of Future Growth refusing to buy debt from state-owned enterprises is a renewed possibility of the duck to junk status. Even they admit that this was unintended. The move by Future Growth was a public declaration that business considers those bonds junk. So why are we so surprised that the rating agencies have noticed? The very public spat between Zuma and Gordon doesn't help. It looks like chaos. There's only one thing to do when markets are this volatile. Setting your hands, focus on the long term, and make sure your portfolios are well diversified. An increase in interest rates on the back of a better-than-expected GDP is increasingly likely. It might even have been the intended purpose. If you drill down into the GDP numbers, only two sectors were behind this growth, both intimately linked to the exchange rate. Firstly, there is the export of mostly vehicles, and secondly, the platinum mining sector. The platinum price bottomed out in January at around $850, and went over $1,000 in quarter two, coinciding with a Rand-Dollar exchange rate of over 15 Rand. In other words, a perfect positive storm that might not be repeated for a while. On Friday, after our board's closed, the US stock exchange dropped 2.3%. Not so much, you reckon? Well, it was enough of a drop to close below the 2015 high. This elevator drop has analysts concerned. For months they've been talking about how the market prices are not sustained by fundamentals, like increase in profits or productivity. Why do we care? It's because we're handcuffed to their coattails, and we follow suit nine times out of ten. The U.S. markets are increasingly concerned about the presidential race. In Billary and Dump, you have two of the most unpopular candidates in history. Hillary is not trusted, and Trump is about as coherent as a toddler on a sugar high. U.S. debt is the elephant in the room. It is out of control and unsustainable. China, who earns a huge chunk of that debt, has become a gold bug and we shouldn't ignore it. Rather than hold physical gold, which has security risks and costs, look at a gold ETF, not gold mines. The exchange rate continues to be very volatile. On the back of better GDP numbers, the rand dollar improved back to the 14 rand level, only to backtrack again on Friday. Expect this volatility to continue. All it needs is for a political loudmouth to get a brain dropping, or the forks to fly in and do what they do best, which makes the blue bird of happiness look stupid. The rand dollar closed at 14.42, rand pound at 19.06, and the rand euro at 16.16. Brent crude is drifting back up to 50 dollars, and with our volatile exchange rate, don't expect a petrol price cut again any time soon. After drifting back down to the 8.5 percent level, the R186 bond did another about-turn on Friday, and is now back up to 8.76%. This coming week holds every promise of being nasty. Don't worry, this too will pass. The Reserve Bank had a window of opportunity in the last three weeks to increase interest rates, but was busy warding off uneducated criticism about their impartiality and stockholders. Increasing interest rates in the near future is likely to be very unpopular. Politics has the single biggest impact on our exchange rate and that of many other countries. Just one look at the post brexit pound will confirm that. I have two special topics this week. Investments for children and RAND cost averaging. Investments for children is one of the most common queries I get. Not just from parents, but from grandparents and godparents or aunts and uncles. Never be sucked into investments on insurance platform. They have high, often hidden fees, termination penalties and a poor fund selection. The tax-free savings account available on all sorts of platforms are a far better idea. Because the investor does not need to be a taxpayer, this investment can be in the child's name from the start and will not impact the ability for you to have one in your own name. Only insurance platforms are still charging early termination penalties, so just don't. Pick a moderate or moderately aggressive fund. That investment is going to be there a long time and is more than enough time to recover from a correction and benefit from rank cost averaging. So what is rank cost averaging? This is one of the most compelling arguments for using a recurring contribution into a long term investment. Let's use an example to illustrate how that works. Say you want to invest in a unit trust like Investing Manage, trading at about a hundred Rand today. If your contribution is a thousand rand now, you'll get 10 units. Right. Easy man. Come next month, say the market has turned down. Now the unit is worth 90 rand, but your contribution is still a thousand. Now you'll get 11.12 units for the same thousand rand. Come the following month, say it's now 85 rand, and you'll get 11.76 units. So, in the three months you've contributed 3,000 rand. And you have 32.88 units. If you put the full 3,000 Rand in as a lump sum, you would only have 30 units. When the market turns back up again, which is going to do better? Actions. If you haven't done so already, now is a good time to start a recurring contribution investment. If your buckets of funds are correctly allocated, let time and market do the growth for you and don't make knee-jerk reactions. That's all for me for this week over and out